Welcome back to another episode of Let Me Tell You, the second edition of the daily Pac-12 podcast. I'm your host, Walker Brooks, and today I want to talk to you about the Athlon All-Pac-12 preseason teams. I know, a list in the offseason. Athlon is one of the top and more credible college football magazines. I think this is another barometer and just interesting takes to see how other people view the conference. I want to talk about some rankings that are good, some rankings that are too high, too low, and some players who might be able to make a jump. So I don't actually have any gripes or qualms with the first team all Pac-12 offense. I think you had to put Caleb Williams from USC, the transfer, as the number one quarterback in the conference for a lot of reasons. A, big media coverage. You talk about it, clicks. And then I think that's ultimately how the QB standing will shake out as a whole if everyone hits their peak. Yes, I know I said I prefer Cam Rising out of Utah. I think it's a personal preference. I think initially, Caleb Williams might take a little bit to adjust with different wide receivers. Yes, he had one transfer, but Cam Rising has had a year and a half of adjustment time and playing with them in a live game. Caleb Williams came right before the spring game. He doesn't have as much experience playing with these wide receivers, the offensive line, the different cadences. Not deal breakers, but I think Cam Rising comes out of the gate faster. Let's get on the defense. I love that Ron Stone Jr. out of WSU was named first team All-Pac-12 because he has had a disruptive force. If he puts together another season, like 2021, where he had five sacks, and this year, I actually am getting eight to nine with Edson coming into his own, and that will take some of the pressure off him alongside with Brendan Jackson, the three monsters down in front in the trenches, the D-line. Ooh, that could help propel him into a day two talk in the NFL draft, not just day three, because I think he's a lock for day three currently, but day he could be day two, even day one with, with his production. A player that might be too high, there was a little bit, this might be a tad bit of a reach, but I bought in the hype on Dorian Thompson-Robinson, the quarterback from UCLA from 2018 to 2020. But when I watched those Bruins, man, he just wasn't the dominant Troy Aikman UCLA quarterback. He's good, not great. He's on the third team All-Pac-12. Not the biggest fan. He's thrown 40 touchdowns over a three-year period. He doesn't wow you. He's a good mobile quarterback, but he's come back from the draft twice. This is a fifth year. I would have put Cam Ward because, yes, it's in Cornet Ward, FCS school. COVID made it harder on smaller schools. Parity-wise, he was playing against lower-level competition, but he had lower-level wide receivers, ideally, so it roughly evens out. For the knock that he always played at the FCS level, They kind of the talent level kind of evens out, and if he was sucking at FCS level, you wouldn't bring him. He also isn't losing his head coach. His head coach has become the offensive coordinator at WSU, which is great. He doesn't lose a step. He feels confidence. 47 touchdowns are something absurd in a full year as a starter. Someone I think is too low is Nick Figueroa out of USC, the defensive end. He had four and a half sacks, but most of that season was injury plagued. The four and a half sacks would have been second best on WSU's roster. I know, another WSU thing. The majority of my comparisons are going to come with a WSU tie-in because, well, that's the roster I know best. I think the addition of Latrell McCutcheon as well as a top quarterback takes some pressure off the defensive line to sack the quarterback before they get the ball out. And then there's potentially reinvigorated defensive line. I think the Utah transfer, Carson Tabarachi, who comes with good fundamentals. I just love players from Kyle Whittingham's system. I think he's such a great coach. And then potentially Corey Foreman can finally meet expectations of being the number one recruit in the nation. Didn't live up to expectations, but I think he can make a jump. Another player with Figueroa coming back from injury. Another player, I think, who's unranked, not on the list, that could could be an official Pac-12 mention after this season is Tommy Brown, the offensive lineman for Colorado. He's a transfer from Alabama. He played in 29 games and also 
all the playoff games that the Crimson Tide were in during his tenure. And I think it showed Nick Saban I trust him, which is big for me. Nick Saban does not put you in if you suck. Oregon had the most votes. They led the Pac-12 in votes with 16. Jaden Delora's Arizona Wildcats were dead last. So please join me tomorrow to talk about the Pac-12 South quarterbacks. Jaden Delora being the worst Pac-12 quarterback, in my opinion. That's all. I hope you're enjoying these daily podcasts. <laughs>